This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 766, Three Quick Differences Between IELTS Speaking and Writing. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English with your hosts, former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer. With hundreds of band seven, eight, and nine success stories, our strategies are the smartest in the IELTS world. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. Today, we'll talk about three vital comparisons between speaking part three and writing task two. Plus, you'll learn three amazing academic vocabulary words for both. This podcast has helped thousands of people get the scores they need on IELTS with two new free episodes every week. You get advice on everything IELTS, from idioms to academic vocabulary, grammar to pronunciation, and even test strategies for every part of the exam. Don't miss an episode. Hit follow right now. Hey, Jessica, how's it going? It is going fantastically. How about you? Well, it's going well. There's lots of sunshine out here on the West Coast. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm in California. And I'm wondering if for our listeners here, you know, our listeners are taking the IELTS exam all the time. And I'm wondering if being magnetic could help them to get a seven or higher on the speaking test. What do you think? (laughs) Oh my gosh, of course. You know, like we, I feel like we get questions quite often that are from people who are like, I'm not even very outgoing in my first language. Like, Mm -hmm. how am I supposed to do this on the exam? Because guys, you have to be expressive. You have to sound relaxed and confident on the speaking exam if you want a seven or higher. That's it. There's no way around that requirement. Um, So I like to tell students, listen, you could do anything for Mm -hmm. 11 to 14 minutes. If you have to be an actor for 11 to 14 minutes, then that's what you have to do. So guys, (laughs) you can learn how to do this, how to sound magnetic, how to come up with specific ideas, use interesting linking words when you're telling a story. All of these things will be taught in our web class coming up in just a week and a half. Guys, this September, Michelle and I are doing a web class. And this is monumental because Michelle and I haven't done a web class together yet. Yeah, I'm so excited for this web class. It's going to be really cool. This is going to be cool, guys. You're going to experience Jessica and Michelle together in a web class for you, showing you exactly how to be magnetic, not just on IELTS, but also in life in general, right? It's September. This is the time to up our game when it comes to your English. Yes. September really is an inspirational month. It really is. Mm -hmm. Sort of beginning fall, beginning a new season, time Mm -hmm. to get serious again after summer, like Mm -hmm. rediscover Mm -hmm. your goals. So, guys, Guys, this is the time to dedicate yourself to not just your IELTS preparation, but becoming the best English speaker that you can. So definitely, guys, this is a great start for both of those goals. You can sign up, grab your spot. This web class is hugely popular. So grab your spot now. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash become. Yeah, grab your spot, guys. We don't have spots for everyone. So make sure you get in there. All right, Jessica, what is on tap for today? Yes. <laughs> 
So we're actually talking some more about speaking, you guys. We had um, a great question from a Three Key student in our Facebook group. Ugh, again, guys, hugely interactive and beneficial, this group. So um, this person says, I remember you said speaking part three is similar to writing task two. So mm-hmm. my doubt is... Can we use contractions in speaking part three? Mm. This is a great question. Like this really shows the depth that this student is thinking about how to get these high scores. Yeah, Yeah, this is definitely a next level question, right? This is coming from a student that we know is in our course and they're following the system and they're being smart about their preparation. So, I mean, when we go to answer this question, Jessica, you know, we're talking about speaking part three. Is it really about what's natural? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, guys, if you like, if you are not prepared for the speaking test at all, as like native speakers often are not when they rock Mm. up to the exam, and they will treat speaking part three too informally, Mm. and Mm. they'll use just words that we use in daily conversation, and that's not enough for a nine. So. It is manufactured. Like, Mm. you do have to make this a lot like speaking part, I mean, writing task two, (laughs) um, in a number of ways. So we'll get to the ways that it's the same as speaking part two in a sec. Oh, I keep saying speaking. Speaking That it's the same as writing task (laughs) two in a second. But let's address this question first, the contraction. So I would say a mixture. Mm. Um, you guys can't just like have really strict rules about when we're speaking because speaking is spontaneous. Yes. If it's too manufactured and too rehearsed, then it's not going to sound natural. You won't get a seven or higher. So I'm going to say a mixture. Yeah. Um, because we, I mean, even in formal conversations, we use contractions, mm-hmm. right? Sure, sure. I mean, it, it comes back to knowing what the examiner wants. And so we're going to find that balance, right, between yes. inserting things that we know the examiner's looking for and also sounding as as native and natural as we possibly can. We're going to do totally. both. Love it. Exactly. So yeah. I'm going to say a great example of when to not use the contraction is when you are emphasizing something at the beginning of an answer. Because I feel like the beginning of the answer, that's when it's sort of planned because you thought about what you're going to say, right? But Mm. as you get going in your answer, that's when it's very spontaneous. We're going to use more contractions. Mm. Um, We're going to sort of follow the branches and just try to communicate what is happening in our brains. So it becomes more spontaneous. We use more contractions. But at the beginning, Mm -hmm. if you're stating your opinion about something, for example, right, you could be like, I cannot agree with that idea. So instead of saying, I can't agree with that idea, we would start by emphasizing it without the contraction. So I would say, like, this is a good rule to follow, right? Like, Mm -hmm. let's try to use the complete word, no contractions at the beginning of an answer, but then Mm. don't freak out about it for the rest of your answer. You can use contractions. Yeah. And the good thing about that, about starting off by not using that contraction, I mean, your intonation was awesome there. And I feel like you could potentially get uh, pronunciation points there because you can really show the variety. I cannot agree with that. Right. That is interesting. That sounds alive. And so we can work on increasing our scores in different ways. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, I would definitely practice that intonation, you guys. Practice showing that you have a strong feeling about something. That's the emphasis there. I cannot, right? Really like mm-hmm. stressing that not. Um, okay, so that is a difference because writing task two, no contractions, you guys. Yeah. Academic writing, very formal. Um, but what about the types mm. of examples we use? Because again, like this is similar. We have to talk about specifics in Mm -hmm. speaking part three and writing task two. But Mm -hmm. are those specifics different? Yeah. I mean, I think in speaking part three, you're going to go quickly to your own personal examples because we don't have time to sit down and plan things out for for five minutes, right? We don't have that much time. So so the the easiest, the lowest hanging fruit is your personal stories when it comes to speaking, guys. Exactly. Just whatever comes to mind first. I think this is what um, ruins a lot of students' fluency scores in speaking part three because they are trying too hard yeah. to come up with the same kind of support they use in their mm. essays. Impossible. But guys, like you can't. Yeah. Impossible. I mean, how could you do that? You just it, you just can't do it. So so know what you're going after in these different parts of the test, guys. But when it comes to writing test two, what can we do differently, Jessica? So you can definitely use a personal example, but I think you have to try and mix those types of examples. So use a personal example if that's the first thing that comes to mind in paragraph two, for example. But when you're planning for paragraph three, try to think of something that you read in the newspaper that's from something you observed in society, like something larger than yourself. So I think a mixture of examples makes task two stronger. But again, like you have five minutes as we tell you in our strategies, Mm -hmm. take five minutes to brainstorm. But you can't do that in speaking. So literally, guys, don't worry about the type of examples. You're not graded on that. Just say the first thing that comes to mind in speaking part three. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. I love that. I love that. So that's when it comes to examples. And then what is one other key piece that we need to be really high level with in both speaking part three and writing test two, Jessica? Yes, vocabulary. So this goes back to what we talked about at the beginning of the episode, guys. This is not like daily conversation. Mm -hmm. I mean, these types of questions you don't talk about in daily conversation anyway. So Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) they're weird questions, guys. Um, So when you are practicing speaking part three, you have to be practicing the same high-level vocabulary that you're using in writing task two. So Mm -hmm. Lindsay and I are going to give you three amazing vocabulary words that you should use in both 
speaking part three and writing <laughs> task two. Um, I'm going to give you one of my favorite vocab words of all time. I use, I use it in daily conversation. Um, egregious. So egregious is easy to put into any answer. It just means too much, but too much in like a negative way. Mm. Um, so for mm-hmm. example, if you're talking about um, any sort of societal problems, right? Like um, there is an egregious number of people without health insurance or yeah. um, the the lack of clean water is egregious or homeless mm. people on the streets are egregious or, right? Like I yeah. think it's really easy to put into oh, your for answers. Sure. Oh, for sure. Based on the type of questions that you would get typically in that writing task, I mean, that makes a lot of so this is a really, um, this is an 80-20 word to learn, guys, right? This is a word that's going to give you a lot of mileage. I love that term, mileage. 80 um, a lot of mileage. That's great. Can you explain 80-20? Yeah. yeah, sure. So guys, this idea that 80% of the work produces 20, sorry, 20% of the work produces 80% <laughs> of the results, right? Love so it. basically, this is just the smartest use of your time. It's one of those words that's going to cover a lot of questions. You can put it into a lot of your answers. So spend more time learning those things rather than words that are only going to fit into one kind of question. Okay. It's just a smart way to prepare for something. Yeah, exactly. And we have a list of these 80, 20 words, guys. Mm, Yeah, we do. In three keys IELTS. We Mm. have the 10 academic word list. And if you're in three keys IELTS, guys, find it in the bonus section. And if you're not in three keys IELTS, then get into the course because then you have (laughs) all the words are there, like these 10 words you could use in every essay, every speaking part three. Um, Okay. And we Mm -hmm. also give you really amazing vocabulary words in the templates for writing. Um, And we've had so many success stories lately. And they talk about how a lot of these um, success stories are saying, you know, I learned amazing vocab throughout the writing module that I also used in speaking, and that's why I got an eight. You know? Oh, so I love it. There. I love um, it. <laughs> so one of these words is proliferation. Yes. Lindsay, do, do you mm. think this is an 80-20 word? What do you think? I do. I think it could be. Yeah, we have to make yeah. sure that we know how to use it. But I think that in writing test two, we're going to get a lot of questions about society and increases or decreases of things. Yes. And, you know, proliferation means a kind of a rapid increase of something. Something is expanding and increasing. So I do think this would be an 80-20 word. Yeah. Totally, totally. Um, I think this is in the template for our problem solution essay in Three Keys mm. Isles, guys. But yeah, proliferation, um, something like a trend, a, mm-hmm. you know, like an occurrence, an activity is becoming very, very common, yes. right, in the world. So again, like, yeah, that is really easy to use in our essays and in speaking. I love it. I love it. And then the last good one, guys, is tangential. I love this one. Do you use this word in conversation sometimes? I do not. You do not. I use the first two, but I really want to use tangential Mm. now. How how (laughs) would I use that, Lindsay? Well, so this means that, yeah, I've been trying to use, I've been playing around with this in my conversations, trying to drop it in here and there, you know what I mean? Just to up up the level of the vocabulary on a daily basis. But yeah, it just means related, kind of not exactly directly affected, but related. Touching lightly is what the dictionary tells us or of little relevance, right? So here's an example sentence. Their romance is tangential to the book's main plot. So it's not the main point, right? It's not the main plot, but it's 
connected in a light way. Yes, so, yes. Mm-hmm. And this could be both positive and negative as yeah. well, right? Like if you are discussing a problem and at work or with a, another person mm-hmm. and somebody raises a point that is not helpful, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's like, yeah, but what about lunch or whatever? You're like, that's that's tangential at this point. We don't have to yeah. talk about that. But mm-hmm. on IELTS, guys, this would be amazing for speaking part two because oh, Lindsay yeah. and I have been talking about branches, right? Following mm. these side thoughts as we're talking. So you could be like, Okay, I I know this is a little bit tangential to the topic, but yeah. this makes me mm. think of such and such. Yeah, I love that idea. I love that idea. So guys, these are winning words. These are yes. words that are going to wake up the examiner and shock them and start get <laughs> get them on the track to thinking 7, 8, maybe 9, right? So go for totally. it. Write these down today and make sure you know, if you want an easier way to learn these all in one place, just Get into the course. Get into the system. Right, Jessica? Yes, exactly. And get your podcast listener bonus, an extra lesson about how to wake up the speaking examiner. So guys, if you want access to the complete course and that bonus lesson, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash basic. But if you want to also have live Skype classes with a member um, from our team, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash coach. I love it. All right, Jessica, thanks for hanging out today. Very important topic to know what we can do in writing test two and speaking part three. All right. Very awesome topic today. All right, Lindsay, have a good day. All right, take care. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.